0: Well, it's actually the afternoon, and oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. Anyway, all right, so I have an incredible guest with me, and I've never had him on my show before, because I've never had a lot of people on my show before, but he is, are you from the Psychic Friends hotline for
1: no, but I work for Jackie Stallone Psychic Circle.
0: Oh, ooh, okay. So, Paul, do I pronounce your name right? Paul Jasek, is that right? That's correct. Oh my God. Okay, so project a little lower, Paul. A little Got it. Lower. Project nothing. <laughs> so, Paul, I'm going to, first of all, we're friends from a few years ago, and um, Paul is a comedian and an actor but what i think is most interesting he's a psychic so that to me was he gave me a psychic tarot card reading the other day on sunday and he said abundance is coming my way so tell me about yourself and your process and and how you became this psychic
1: well you know uh I, all people are psychic. And for those of us that are brought into uh, the performing arts, we certainly are psychic. You know, you can tell when you walk into an audition and or walk into a uh, theater, you can get the vibe of what's going on. So being psychic is natural. It's natural to everybody. But for those of us that work with our emotional toolbox, those those, uh, sensitivities. Like if I worked out eight hours a day, I'd be huge. Well, I've been using my intuitive senses it senses since I was a kid because I was a big sissy kid. And you know, growing up gay in a rural uh, farming community in Colorado, you better have intuition or you're never going to make it through recess. So um, I uh, developed that. I came out to California when I was 18 to become an actor. And when I was in high school back in Colorado, a friend of mine brought a deck of tarot cards. I was certainly familiar with playing cards because sometimes we would play hearts during study hall when we should have been studying. But I was fascinated with these cards. There were 78, not 52. And they all had an amazing picture on them. So I began studying tarot as early as 1973. And I liked that they were a method of, of a divination, or a part of the divine. Now, I had a lot of religious training up to that time, but now going into show business and now having this tool, I found it very interesting to just pull a card early in the day to see if that's, you know... Many times people check uh, the weather forecast and later on when I was a flight attendant, I would certainly check the weather forecast. So if I were like leaving Los Angeles on a beautiful day like this and I was ending up at LaGuardia, I would check the forecast in New York to see if I need to bring my coat. So there's so much information about how you can help structure your life. There's been a lot of um, commentary recently about the law of attraction. Well, for those of us in the theater, we know that um, fortune favors the prepared. So I became a uh, professional reader about 40 years ago. I have a, a very nice clientele list. I have worked at different metaphysical stores. I um, have a Patreon page. You can go to patreon.com and find me and different tiers of participation. Uh, but I just find I, I, that along with um, meditation is really the two foundations for my, um, performing career. So that is, that, that's helpful. <laughs> I don't know. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Isn't that strange? Mercury retrograde. Mercury governs communication. I wish I were a better lip reader, Booby. There we are. I can I can hear you. There we are. I don't edit because I don't know how to edit
0: anything. <laughs> it. Okay, so um so Jackie's phone is asked what is that music? You don't hear
1: that music coming from anything? Oh my na- my neighbor upstairs. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's
0: okay. So how did you get involved with Jack Sylvester Sallone's mother, right?
1: Indeed. You know, in the late 80s, early 90s, psychic hotlines were just all the rage, man. And uh, they actually pitched it to actors going, oh, you're an actor? Why don't you act on the phone for our clients? And I thought, this is cheesy. So I went, and you know what? What an amazing uh, business. Because for $3.99, you could speak to a psychic, and I had to be interviewed by three different people, read for three different people before they allowed us on the line. So it was not, people would frequently say, isn't that all a hoax? No, we actually had a a checks and balances for it because later on I became a supervisor on the line and we had a big office down in Carthay Circle. And there was at least 60 people on the phones there at that location and we were just starting to do remote uh, phone calls outside and it was it was like my um tarot college you know because people would call in and because it was 3.99 a minute they wanted answers they wanted them now uh but for those people that were uh spending 3.99 a minute i was only seeing 39 cents a minute so uh, you know i had to try and rack up at least 300 minutes a day with people Uh, and I didn't, I never wanted to push people. I figured if, and I feel this way today, if you've come to me, there is a power greater that has brought us together. So I, I wasn't, but then again, also in a quest to, uh, to make my minutes, I found it very easy to say, well, tell me about your mother or who in your family drinks. And you know, then I would make my minutes by the end of the day, um, but that, that's, that's where I learned, and then I started working at different uh, locations, and I, I've been a party psychic for a long time. I do people's, I've, I seem to be on the bar and bat mitzvah circuit. I've been doing a lot of those. That's perfect. Now, but how you, so well, how was Jackie Stallone involved with the whole thing? Jackie Stallone is an amazing astrologer, and that's, she forecasts uh, Sly's career. Not so much for her other son. But uh, it was her natural uh, inclination to do this. And so she found some very smart marketing people. But it was because she was a name in the business. She's well known in Beverly Hills and the Hollywood community as being an an amazing astrologer. So, yes, she's passed. I know, but so not Frank. Not
0: Frank. Nope. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes when you're the other, it's not as like, you know what I'm saying. But he's working. He's a working actor, isn't he? He is. He he
1: works. You bet he does.
0: I know. So that's good. I mean, so, you know, you can be a um, working actor and you don't have to be the star, which is fine. You know, character actors are where it's at. I mean, I'm a character actor. You're a character actor. So that's all very good. So in the process, you were born, you were raised in Colorado.
1: Yes. What city? Longmont, Colorado. It's about 35 miles north of Denver. I was raised in the middle of five acres, about seven miles south of Longmont, so, uh, and I have two older half-brothers, but they were 14 and 11 years older than I was, so I was basically raised an only child. So that's why during the lockdown, it was not a big problem. I played in my room nicely for a long time, and Domino's delivers, so. <laughs> <laughs> Domino's does deliver. I'm a
0: little seasoned pizza girl myself. <laughs> you know, whatever. So well, that's interesting, so how are your parents like, you came out at a very young
1: age, right? Uh, well, 18, uh, when I came to California is where I I, uh, I came out, and then uh, at Christmas of 1980 is when I came out to my parents. We like to do dramatic moments in my family, you know, around, uh, my uncle died on Thanksgiving and another cousin of mine committed suicide on christmas we like to have family events where we can also couple it with a tragedy if we can so i like so how did your parents what happened um, well they they were really very lovely you know i had a very i had a long-term relationship i was in a relationship for 10 years and my folks just loved him in fact my mother turned to him and said you know i did the best i could with him i'm like wow mother uh <laughs> Well, and she said, well, he played football. <laughs> what? Well, it was just a different time, you know, but um, and they were very, very supportive. In fact, when he did pass away, my parents paid for his funeral. His family did not. So. 30 years. Wow. Oh. So since then, any
0: relationships, any long term
1: well, I can't wear white right to my wedding, that's for sure. Um, Are you getting married? No, I've, I've dated along the way, but you know, once again, uh, being an only child, I, somebody asked me recently, it's funny you ask, would you like to have a relationship? And I said, you know, at this point in time, they could live in an apartment nearby, because I'm not giving up my closet nor my bathroom, so that's just how that is. So. You know, I'm
0: married to my husband. 20 years, he had, but how it works is he has his own bathroom, I have my own, he's got his own closet, I have my own, so that's, you know, just the way, and you know, he accepts me for who I am, which ain't the easiest, <laughs> I ain't the easiest chocolate in the box, but you know, what can I tell
1: you? Did I tell you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm always open to the idea. Right, well that's good to know, you should come on uh, our show, Bubbies No Bad. I would love
0: to. Did you reach out? Oh, I'm going to send you after this. I'll send you the link of who you have to because they're casting, you know, straight, gay, trans, Jewish, not Jewish. They're casting right now because we are doing the show again. I'm getting a little promo for it because I'm very excited that we're doing it again. It probably will be in May, end of May, June. I'm not sure because I'm not the producer, but... It was a great show before. We really. I saw show. it before. Yeah, well, it's great. <laughs> of course, now I said I'm not going blonde for you people. That's
1: it. Just, I love your hair, SJ. I do. It's gorgeous. Well, you can call me TikTok Bobby. Yeah. TikTok Bubby? All right, I can do that. But it's 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 such a great color.
0: I, it just I my father's mother had great mm-hmm. hair, and I got okay. <laughs> that's, that's so um. So how, do, how can people reach you if you want to, um, if they want to reach out to you? What do they have to do to, like, if they want to get a psychic reading, you know?
1: I'm, I'm fairly easy. I'm on all over Facebook. I have a Facebook uh, Paul Jacek Tarot Reader page, and then my own personal page, Paul Jacek. Throw, m- throw me a direct message there, and we'll find a time. I'm working on my website. I also have a Patreon page. Now, Patreon is kind of like Facebook for creative people, and oh, it's wonderful. It is, um, especially during the lockdown, when people couldn't come to see me face to face, I was doing a lot of phone readings, and I'm very fortunate that uh, I have some some folks who wanted to see me more than once a month, like two or three times a month. They, they were doing a, a special project, or they were working on a screenplay. So Patreon gives you different levels of participation. In fact, I'll be uh, filming some of the content for my page a little bit later today. I do a tarot card of the week. Um, I'll be recording some meditations that people can find there. Uh, And you can also, uh, at one tier of participation, you get a one, one hour reading a month and a 30 minute check in. And then uh, you you can instant message me or private message me through Patreon, like if you have a question like, I just met a guy, this is his birthday, what do you think? That I always can throw another email out at you. So it's a a way that people can have uh, like an ongoing monthly thing. Then I can also run my classes through Patreon. I teach the Art of Tarot, and I also teach a Mindful Meditation class. I teach a Pendulum class. I teach a Candle Magic class.
0: Wow. Wow, that's pretty amazing. So if you wanted to say anything about me, because you read me the other day, anything about me today that might be interesting, that people might want to know about me, what would you say?
1: You know, when we have the reading, and thank you so much, I, uh, once again, I never come to a reading from a superior attitude, I think the time that has been set aside, uh, by a higher power is pretty important but the one word i wrote down on my pad and i remember and i think i might have told you maybe not the word resilience you are one resilient woman do you know no matter what what life has tossed at you how many flaming softballs you've had to bat at you've come back from it now today while we're recording this uh, the sun is in taurus the moon is in cancer this is a very sweet day these next two days just be really Treat yourself well. This is a time to have a really good cup of coffee. Wear your favorite sweater. It's just very sweet and kind. It's a kind time.
0: You are absolutely amazing. So, I mean, what else do you want to tell people about? Do you want to say anything about the world, the way it is? I mean, you're an intuitive person. So, in the world of politics and all sorts of things, what what can help people out there?
1: Well, you know what is amazing about that. I was so fortunate. I've had some amazing mentors along the way, and as I began to do this work, to really be of service to help people, because there comes that moment, and as as a psychic person, um, I'm the last stop on the on the list. You've already gone through your priest, your rabbi, your best friend, your husband. Then they're going. I'm going to go to a fortune teller. Maybe they know. So I take that responsibility. What I, I want people to remember, it's not what's going on, it's how you're responding. Because my mentor would say, if you're in emotional pain, you're in your past, prove me wrong. And I don't want to hear a story. Ground yourself, realize. She had me in my morning meditation, say the date. I still do it today, 40 years later. I sit on the edge of my bed and I say, today is April 25th, the year 2023. This is the only day I have. The past is over. You can't reanimate a corpse, and tomorrow is none of your business. So today... This energy that is allowing the sun to cross the sky. And I moved to Long Beach a year ago. So I'm here on the beach in Long Beach. I'll go out and look at the waves and go, that's amazing. They just keep going on. So whatever energy that's handling the waves, that's handling the sun, that's beating my heart has my back. So I have to watch what I spend my time or my energy on. And I can get wound up really quickly, especially uh, through social media. I remember I went to my mentor one time going, like, you know, we're going to go into a depression. The stock market is going to fail that I need And I should have known better because she let me rattle on. Finally, I went to the end. I said, I don't know. Maybe maybe I want to move to like Australia. She said, that's incredible. Let's review. You don't have any stock. She said, why are you playing in somebody else's backyard? Why don't you pick up a lunch shift and pay your rent? That would be really good in your corner. So stop. She said, living operatically must be exhausting. Everything's a big deal. So if we're looking to the outside, the world's always been a mess. The Peloponnesian Wars, there was that mess with Rome. I still don't really, I mean, I understand what's going on in the Middle East, but can't we all... but in my, in my hula hoop circle of energy, that I can control. I have to remember that I'm speaking to another person I'm spending time on the planet. Am I being the nicest me? Oh,
0: that's wonderful. Wow. So what would you tell the world, right? People, people are scared right now with that, whatever his name is, who got fired from Fox News. Oh, Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, uh, unfortunately the guy from and Don Lemon who I really liked, but you know he sort of like.
1: Well, you know, with with that once again, I would say, was Don a good friend of yours? Did you know Tucker? No. You know, if not, it's interesting to watch. But what about you? Did you did you you know get all your work done at work today? Did you make your bed? Did you run the dishwasher? The things that you can control. Because my mentor would say, wait, stop, blood is not running in the streets, missiles have not been launched, right. what is this Hezorah, right. you know, um, I love Yiddish words. Oh. Wait a minute, let me just stop you for a minute, Hazorah, Hazorah, Like like right. Do you know, because when I grew up in Colorado, we didn't know from Jews. We did. I, I didn't know any until I started working down on Melrose in Detroit, right. and next door was Saul and Green Goldfinger, and they became my adoptive, Hasidic Jewish grandparents. I loved them so much. I'd never been in a kitchen that had two dishwashers. And she kept kosher, and she was so patient with me, you know, and she would teach me how to do that, and one time, literally, leading me by the hand, I was 25, she took me down to Manya's, this amazing Jewish, do you remember Manya's? Of course! And Manya would make me chicken salad with cashews, oh! When, where is Manya's now? They're gone. They're gone. I love that place. Was it was on Fairfax, I loved it, right? Wasn't it the best?
0: The best. It was the best. wow We. So, yeah, because uh, I was raised as an Orthodox Jew. There was one set of dishes for, you know, flesh for milk, and then, of course, we had the Passover dishes, Then I always felt like the, the sponge was pink for me, and the sponge was blue for milk. I don't know why, but that's what my grandmother did with all that stuff. So, that's very interesting. That, oh, and then... Detroit and Melrose
1: Wow, that is Well, you know, and I was a Queen Mary tour guide from 1980 to 84 That's where I learned about ghosts, actually Um, The Queen Mary was the first ship in the world to have a kosher kitchen and a synagogue on board
0: it. Oh my God! I hadn't been to the Queen Mary since nineteen eighty-three. That was when they had the dinners there and events, and that my my the second Mister Esther, Mister getting Mister TikTok, Bobby, Abby, What took me there? When I was pregnant with my son, so we went there.
1: We may have walked past each other. I was a tour guide during the day and a waiter at night.
0: Okay, well, we were at a night event there. What a what a hotel! Oh my God! Wow! So you did a lot in your life.
1: Yeah, I've stuffed it full. You bet. I I worked also at the Hotel The Shining was written about in Estes Park, Colorado, and I also am a regular at the comedy store. So people go, those places are haunted. I said, yes. And they go, are you kidding? I said, well, first of all, as a stand-up comic, people always, I've heard the biggest fear people have is death. Well, honey, I've died in front of people and had to walk to the car. There are worse things than physical death. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Yeah, she the first night I ever did stand-up comedy, she made me a regular. Oh. She gave me the my break. She said, you're funny. Don't go to your car by yourself.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, that's wow what stories do you have what stories you have to tell oh my god it's so, it's so i want to do everything very slowly because we're uh, we're wrapping it up specifically if people need to spell it out what is your what what the name of the thing that they can reach you at again
1: you can find me on facebook and my name is paul jacek j-a-c-e-k There are two pages there, you'll find my personal page, but you'll also find Paul Jasik, Tarot Reader. And you can uh, direct message me there, and we'll have a reading. Okay, and the other thing, what is the other website you're on? Then Patreon, Patreon patreon.com is uh, where you can find my page and also join my community. And that's where you can have all sorts of fun. I do uh, a story time, because during the pandemic, I was reading children's stories at 8.30, so people could go to sleep. And then I found out that somebody in New York said, you know, a big star is following you. I said, really? And they said, yes, the story you're reading. Did you ever wonder why she named her son Elijah Blue? Cher named her son Elijah Blue after a book that I was reading called Baby Island about two twin boys that the mother told them apart by the color of the T-shirt. Elisha wore a pink one and Elijah wore a blue one. So she named her son Elijah Blue and she was listening while I read the story.
0: That's wonderful. Isn't that amazing? So, Paul Jason, thank you for coming on my podcast, Morning Bitches. This will be up in a few minutes. I'll put it up on Spotify. And I love, no one told you they love you today. I love you because you're you. Mwah.
1: Thanks, for me.